Many times we need to keep our health in check, but don't know what questions to ask or where to begin. We walk in blindly to our health care provider and walk out none the wiser and maybe even more confused than before. Can you take charge of your health and arm yourself with the questions and preparedness you need? The answer is yes. Welcome to Occupy Health with Dr. Susan Downs. This program will answer your questions and give you the best practices for facing your medical partner in good health. Now, here's Dr. Susan Downs. Hi. Welcome to Occupy Health. This is Dr. Susan. We have looked at many different issues on this show, many different toxins, many different things that affect our health, and many things that we can do to improve our health, uh, including avoiding the toxins. Well, you know, we've covered glyphosate and various toxins, but one toxin that many people might not be aware of is what comes from all this electromagnetic fields, all these smart gadgets. Uh, what are they doing to us? What are they doing to our health? What can, what can we do to use these gadgets and help our health along? So with us today, we have an expert in this area. Her name is Lena Poo. She is the mother of two teenage children. Her past work involved restoring sensitive environment habitat for the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. As a project manager, she worked with all the alphabet agencies for several years and took their experience and training, as well as knowledge of environmental toxicity, into her new line of work and passion. That is promoting health for all life by preserving our natural electromagnetic earth through use of safe technologies, that is, wired tech. She's currently the environmental health consultant for the National Association for Children and Safe Technologies. The website, by the way, for those interested, is capital N-A-C-S-T dot org. She's also spearheading her own website starting this next year, and this is called fabulousfrequencies.com. Her current involvement in this advocacy work extends from working at global to global levels and learning how to mitigate one's own environment for improved health and safety. She has extensive knowledge and knowing how and where and will share this information throughout the interview for those that are interested in taking action of any of these levels. And she hopes that will be everybody listening. So welcome to the show, Lena. It's such an honor to be here with you and everyone else. Well, it's an it's an honor to have you here so you can share your word. So most people use their technology and think it's safe. They're babbling in their cell phones. They're carrying them in their pockets, in their bras. Are there any health risks associated with electromagnetic fields and cell phones? Absolutely. These cell phones that everyone thinks has been told to them by the industry is safe, as well as the FCC so this is a collusion between the industry and the government where they're saying that, oh, yes, um, there are, uh, you know, nothing wrong with microwave radiation. This is really low energy. But in fact, one, one really big point to highlight is there's never been any safety testing, appropriate safety testing done on, on any of these devices. They've done what they call a SAR, which is specific absorption rate, uh, which is basically using plastic dummy heads filled with salty water and making sure it doesn't heat up to a certain level, um, uh, one degree change based on thermal levels. But we know from tens of thousands of studies dating all the way back to military times um, in the 40s, 1940s. All right, we're looking at over eight, 80 years worth of study on electromagnetic microwave radiation effects on all parts of the body systemic uh, and individual organs down to the cellular. And what we're finding now today is we're digging up all this information, declassified military resources uh, that they've known. They've known for a very long time that there are all kinds of biological effects. And the levels of biological effects are at the non-thermal levels. And here the FCC is saying, oh, as long as it doesn't heat you at a thermal level, you're okay. That's completely untrue. And for one thing, FCC is not a health agency, and nor do they rely, their, rely on their uh, safety recommendations 
from health agencies either. They base their levels from the IEEE, which is an engineering agency, and the ANSI, which is also another engineering agency, and ICNRP. Um, so here you've got what is supposed to be um, an agency that's supposed to be overseeing our health. They're not. And then you've got the government passing bills that are also not protective. Uh, they're more protective of the industry uh, interests. We are basically left alone, you know, by ourselves to figure out, scratching our heads, what's, what's really the truth here? Uh, well, this and is very interesting. Yes. This is very interesting because when I interviewed E.G. Valinados, who worked for the EPA for 25 years, he found that they were basically serving agribusiness and the studies just didn't exist. I've got FDA memos saying that scientists were warning not to go proceed with genetically modified foods, but they did. So this is another mm-hmm. example of we have to question how the government is serving us. But you're talking about the SAR standards, which I believe were established in 1996. And this is a measure of how much the brain was heated. But it seems, sounds like most of the health effects are in a uh, molecular metabolic area affecting the cell communication, the, how the cells communicate with each other, calcium channels. It affects the, goes through the, it opens up the blood brain barrier, which sounds pretty scary to have all sorts of things go into your brain. Opens up the intestines, and I'm sure a lot of people have heard about the microbiomes. So the SAR 1996 standards based on heat doesn't seem to be the major player here. No, no. As a matter of fact, um, what the FCC says is safe is 10 million microwatts over a meter squared, and the natural biological magnetic field, cosmic rays, background radiation, you know, they're all different names, catch phrases, um, is point eight zeros one. So you've got 18 zeros between what FCC says is safe versus what is actually hygienically safe. And if you look at the Bioinitiative Report, which is a compilation of all these, a lot of the science, and these are scientists who've been raising the alarm and who have been the whistleblowers for a very long time, decided to come together and come up uh, with a Bioinitiative Report. And this is, uh, they've, they've done two versions. And the most recent one has revised their levels and say that the safe level, or really rather the safer, the, the safer levels is actually 6 to 10 microwatts, not 10 million, <laughs> what the FCC is saying. 10 million is based on thermal. Okay, so, so these numbers here are just exorbitantly, uh, outrageously far out. It's just, it's incredible. It's insane. The levels that the FCC set are so high that anything goes, and they deliberately set it high so that the industry, the military um, can do what they need to do with these devices and conduct experiments of their own uh, as well as applied commercially without any checks and balances on, on well, know, what it really Well, there have been some studies safe. like Hardell has done studies showing that there's probably a causative relationship between cell phone use and acoustic neuromas and glioblastomas, yes. which are nasty tumors such as Senator McCain, 10 Kennedy, Biden's mm-hmm. son had. And also, Suleiman did some studies. You put a cell phone near a pregnant abdomen, and the offspring has brain changes. Uh, studies show you keep the cell phone near uh, in the pocket, and the sperm, there are fewer of them, they're dysfunctional, and they don't get the job done. But that is cheaper than mm-hmm. a vasectomy. Oh, there's... there's um you have to look at the ovarian follicles, too. There are uh, permanent changes to a woman's follicles. And actually, people focus on the, the male fertility, but really the female fertility needs to be um, highlighted more so because our eggs are set at birth. Actually, the eggs are set within, as a female fetus is developing within a mother's womb. If, for instance, if a mother has a cell phone and she's holding it above on her abdomen or a laptop or in you know whatever it is that she's holding up if it's wireless and it's emitting the microwave radiation is going to is going to be absorbed by her her belly you know filled with water because you know what does water do but it's a perfect absorptant it's a perfect attenuator for microwave radiation and here you've got this baby bathed in this water absorbing the microwave radiation 
you know, not only is it going to affect every single cell organ system within the developing fetus, but you're also impacting the, 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 the eggs developing within that fetus. So, well, there's one, you know, you're, you're, English, there's one English researcher that predicted we won't be able to reproduce in three generations. Oh, yes, that's, that's Barry Trower. He's, he's wonderful. He's, he's, he says it like it is. He does not sugarcoat it. Uh, there is a study, uh, not done by him specifically, there was, um, where they did a rat study where uh, five, uh, five gener- it took five generations of rats before they were all sterile. And each generation, it just, it, there was a degradation of the fertility count um, until the fifth generation, it was, they were, every single one of the rats were sterile. So you apply That's that to scary. human race, you know, it's, it, it's, it's pretty compounding. And then here you've got compounding um, microwave radiation that the, our government and industries keep promoting, for instance, the 5G. You know, that's, that's basically opening up the whole spectrum of the entire microwave frequencies to be released into the environment. Why don't we step back a little bit and tell us about Wi-Fi. I mean, you know, we're sitting bathed in this Wi-Fi, and everybody thinks mm-hmm. it's wonderful because they can download cat videos. There, so what are the risks? You've had, tell me about your experience with Wi-Fi. I mean, yeah, it's caused you some challenges, which motivated you oh, to yes. pursue what you're pursuing. So tell us about well, that. Well, luck, uh, luckily, uh, I, I do have a uh, background in the sciences as well as a toxicology uh, experience working with the Corps of Engineers. Um, I became electrosensitive because I was using wireless all throughout my house. Every single device I had around me, surrounding me, was, was wireless. Until one day I realized, um, you know, doing some research on the Internet, I, I stumbled upon a few articles um, that says electromagnetic radiation is harmful or can be harmful, you know, to, to whatever degree that you're exposed to. And then I, I started thinking, well, you know, it's the invisible things that are harming us. You know, it was the chemical issues, the, the genetic modification, the glyphosate, you know, all these things that everyone says is safe um, is not. And then I started thinking, well, the electromagnetic uh, fields can also be a potential issue. And, and then, so I started digging deep, and then that's when I stumbled upon, oh, Wi-Fi is microwave radiation. <laughs> and it's of the 2.45 gigahertz, which is actually the perfect attenuation for water. Your water perfectly absorbs that frequency, and they put it in Wi-Fi. And what is Wi-Fi? Wi-Fi is in all the routers that, are, that people use within the homes. It's in the access points that they put in every single classroom of schools, uh, school buildings. And, and unfortunately, that's the frequency that everyone uses within their devices as well to connect to, you know, to download in, Internet and, and do all their uh, social media you know, Facebook, Twitter, all of that is, is run by Wi-Fi. And then you've got the cellular frequencies, which is broadcast to connect to the cell towers. Okay, so you've got two different types of devices. I, I'm just generalizing here. So you've got Wi-Fi that broadcasts to, to devices that are built more close, you know, to your body, which is the, the routers, you know, within your home, the routers at the schools or rather called access points in the schools. And then, and then you've got the cell towers, you know, that are um, usually at a, at a distance from you. And, and then your, cell, your phone then uh, uses the cell towers to connect, um, usually for a phone call. But then you can also, you know, do other things with it. So you're actually being exposed to more than just Wi-Fi. People think Wi-Fi is wireless. That is not true. Wi-Fi broadcasts two frequencies uh, right now. They're going to introduce a, fi- a third one, which is a 5G-capable one, and that's going to be in the millimeter waves, and I'll get into that um, later. And, and that is something that's just setting alarm bells all over the place, and I, I can tell you more about that and, and why we should all avoid anything that touts 5G in any device. So, so you've got Wi-Fi. Well, tell us more about 5G. I mean, they plastered my whole town. Like, I've got 30 cell towers within two blocks, and an AT&T wants to play. We tried to go down to our local town, and they could care less. They just thought, oh, people want to download their cat videos quicker. I mean, you know, it just, you know, tell us about 5G, because it's got me quite alarmed. Oh, my goodness. Uh- Okay, so we, 5G is fifth-generation cellular te- 
technology, it is not 5 gigahertz. So if you, if you look into your phone and you see 5G, that may not necessarily mean the new technology. It may actually just mean 5 gigahertz. So it's really confusing. People, um, so you really have to ask your provider, does this have 5G? You know, does my technology have 5G? And if it does, then say, I don't want it. Because what does 5G mean? It's basically every frequency that is not being allotted right now within the first four generations, one, two, three, and four. 5G, FCC says, okay, we're going to open up the entire microwave bandwidth for the industry to use. And so that's really giving the whole um, you know, candy store to the industry to, to ch- pick and choose um, and, and give us basically an, a sugar overload. You know, it's like eating the entire candy store versus giving us four Snicker bars. Um, and this is why uh, we need to stop 5G. With these small cell antennas, which I pref- prefer to call close proximity microwave radiation antennas because they're close, uh, these are close cell towers. Okay, these are close towers that are right outside your house. They, everyone thinks it's only maybe one per block or one every hundred feet or so. That's not going to be true. Because of competition between all these companies, you're probably going to end up having a cell tower in front of your house, you know, on every other light pole or utility pole or every single one of them. So don't ever underestimate what the industry can and will do. They will over-blanket. They will overpower. They they will overdo everything to their heart's content. Without yeah, because Verizon, I mean, we've already got like uh, 30 cell towers a couple blocks from my house, and Verizon has to come and put more. But that should be enough. We don't need it anymore. That way AT&T oh, yeah. wants to play. And yeah, I don't think it, it's going to be at the cost of our health. Oh, absolutely. And it's going to be immediate health effects, too. Well, we're already Tell seeing me what those rise in, in health issues, even with just the appearance of 3G. And then 4G, um, and then 5G. Well, put there's everyone association over. and causation, and so, there's so many so, toxins that the government is encouraging that it's hard to tell what's causing what. But I do believe they're synergistic because both glyphosate Absolutely. and electromagnetic fields open up the blood-brain barrier, open up the gut. Mm-hmm. Opening up the gut is where all the autoimmunity diseases start. Opening up the brain, well, mm-hmm. it's a good way to start path toward Alzheimer's. I mean, really scary. But these uh, cell towers only emit like 800 feet. So for 800 feet away, are we okay if we're lucky enough to be that far away? They've been jacking up the cell towers. They've been adding antennas. They've been adding more power to these antennas. So there is no hard, fast rule. The best way to do is to hire a building biologist to make um, baseline measurements uh, or I would recommend get a radio frequency meter, microwave detecting meter, meter, and I would recommend an Acousticom 2 for now because it has a sound feature, too, that you can hear. Um, and really, that Does is that go low enough? Will that pick up 5G? No, and it will How not. can we tell if it's 5G or not? Well, if, there's, if they're broadcasting regular microwaves that they're using currently, that should, um, millimeter waves will ride on those frequencies. You will not see cell towers or, or any, any antennas broadcasting only millimeter waves. It's going to come in concert with the regular waves. And what the, so, so you can assume, you know, that if, if your meter picks up Regular waves is probably also emitting millimeter waves, but basically the the reason why I still recommend getting um, these RF meters is so that at least you under you know the presence of the microwaves. It will show you in color form: green, yellow, red. Red being you know get out, you know don't don't stay here. Um, so that if the regular waves are really strong, you can almost guarantee that if it is broadcasting millimeter waves. Those are really strong too. It's just so. What are the health the risk of these waves? I mean, oh. small millimeters. Isn't that you the know, frequency of the DNA? And if these are going at the frequency of the DNA, that promises to be 
uh, disaster? Well, it's the DNA is affected by all of the frequencies, all of them. And even the low frequencies are, affect our DNA. Um, I mean, there's, there's tons of studies. You know, the, the blood-brain barrier is broken down by the 900 megahertz, which is your cell phone frequency, by the way. They've done, a study, they've done several studies. And then um, there's, there are specific free frequencies that, um, that you know, attenuate. Uh, oh, the, the Martin Paul is a great one to study. He's, he's talked extensively of the voltage-gated calcium channel, channel leaks. And that creates a whole um, effect of oxidation, metabolic disorders. Um, so basically, all cell membranes are affected by these frequencies. You know, we are beings of frequencies. And to say that any one particular frequency, well, I, w- I should say artificial microwave frequency broadcast uh, does any specific thing, well, it's hard to pinpoint because every single organ, every cell in our body has a signature frequency. So our whole body really is um, at risk because here they're promoting, they're putting up basically the entire bandwidth of microwaves. And then, and then the difference between the millimeter waves, I, I will highlight, is that it is a completely different beast. Even though it is within the microwave radiation, they are really tiny, really small, tight waves. And as you say, it resonates, resonates with DNA. Well, it resonates with whatever size, you know, that the, um, the width of the, the waves. And if the waves are in the millimeter waves, uh, width, then it's going to attenuate with other things like leaves, you know, the, the thickness of the leaves. Insects, it's going to decimate all the insects, but, you know, bees, butterflies. Um, you know, it's, it's going to affect us on a cellular level. And as a matter of fact, millimeter waves, almost 100% of this radiation is completely absorbed by our bodies. It is completely absorbed by our skin. But then our skin has nerves that connects it to all the rest of the organs. So there's, a, there's an indirect effect. So our, our organs really are susceptible to the millimeter waves. Just because people say, oh, it only goes skin deep. No, that's not true. Our, our whole body is a synergistic being. It's, it's, it's all connected. You know, we are, a, a being, we are beings of frequencies. And so if your skin is absorbing all these frequencies, it's sending these signals down deep into our tissues, into our bodies, into our organs, everything. So Think of it as acupuncture a, points. Setting up a pathway toward just yes. about any illness. If it's affecting cell communications, the gut, which where, where all autoimmunity disease starts, the brain, calcium leakage, cell communication, oxidative stress, metabolic disorders inflammation. So that can go down any pathway and lead to just about any disease. Absolutely. And it's scary. And, and the, absolutely. And, and, and the biological These companies can't is, get insurance for the cell phones, can they? Nope. Something, no, they cannot. They can't get insurance? Because Lloyd's, <laughs> no, because Lloyd's of London had specifically stated in their clause, we will not cover for electromagnetic health effects. They know that there are health effects. So they, they have it have that language in their clause. So none of the cell companies, cell phone companies have any protection. Our cities who are allowing these leases to go through. So your city, Oakland, that are allowing these leases to go through are not they're liable. They're on the hook. If people start falling ill, start getting you know, cancers of all kinds. Yeah, but I I think Congress also knew something because in 1996 they passed the law, you can't stop placement of a cell tower for health reasons. I mean, how did they know that in 1996? Right. The Telecommunications Act of 1996, uh, actually, if you look at the language, only states environmental effects. But what happened was when it was challenged in court, a judge basically said, I'm going to include health as part of it, too. It's inclusive of health. And so that kind of set, set a precedence. That precedence so is this only for the installation of the cell towers? Can one argue, well, you can install them, but you can't operate them? The law does allow for favorite operation of these? Just looking um, for a way around it. That's true. Actually, no, you know what? You can challenge them on the operation. They're okay. not... They're not uh, overseeing the operation, it's it's not in their juris- 
jurisdiction, although I, I don't know what – they're changing the – Okay, folks, you hear this. If you want to challenge it, and they'll throw the 1996 law in your face that you can't affect the placement, but you can challenge them on the operation of it. You heard it here. Uh, maintenance, operation and maintenance, O&M. Okay. Although I would also look at the um, – there's – I can't remember which section it was, but there's a new law that they're revising the Telecommunications Act right now as we speak. They're revising it it to make it 5G friendly. They're making it 5G friendly. So instead of talking about cell towers, they're they're changing the the word, the verbiage to two-way transmitting antennas. Why is Congress doing uh, this? They're making it so we can't find... uh, uh, if, if our food has got oh, yeah. glyphosate in it, can't find out if it's genetically modified. Now they want to nuke us with EMF. What is Congress doing? Are they uh, are they living it's in some place control. where they don't have to deal with this? Oh no, it's full global control. It is using. Well, why is Congress doing tool. this? Is Congress supposed to protect us or protect the industry? Um, no, they're protecting the industry because the United States is not. It's not a nation for the people. It's um, it's an industry. It's it's actually, um, I mean, legally they're they're a corporation. It's America corporate America corporation. It's not America. Amer- United America States for of the corporate people. America. <laughs> America yeah, United right, States of right, corporate so, America. Right. Now I'm a so, capitalist, and I firmly believe in capitalism. But I guess this is an example of extreme capitalism gone wrong. So I hope that when people revisit this, they don't give up the capitalistic model and throw the baby out with the bathwater. But this is United States of corporate America. People don't count. It just looks like that. Um, it is. It is. That's that's why we have such a hard time fighting for what we we believe in is because the industry is running the government. If you look at, I mean, the glyphosate issue, the GMO, it's all being promoted I mean, it's a revolving door, you know, between the two. And yeah, you know, there's you have so many. Tom Wheeler going in and out of the FFC, uh, yeah. and he's a lobbyist, uh, telecommunications industry. Taylor mm-hmm. in and out of the FDA and whatever. Yeah, and, and the I head see, of uh, CDC went. Ajit Pai is also the lawyer of, of the telecom. So it just never so, ends. Right, and and so who's left to defend the citizens of the United States? But us, you and me, the citizens themselves, and yet our voices aren't being heard. And the only way to do this is by um, the power of the pocketbook, which is what I. But tell all people. I hear in my town is we want faster Wi-Fi. We want more Wi-Fi. Yeah. I well, mean, <laughs> I don't know. Are they brain dead? Now, what, I mean, what kind of research did the military do? Because one person I spoke to said that they were playing around with different frequencies, and they know which frequency would cause exactly which disease, like 90 megahertz can cause lymphoma. What kind of research were they doing? They were doing all kinds of research on monkeys, rats, as well as humans. The Moscow Embassy, it's called the Moscow Signal, Back in the 70s, they started broadcasting radar into the the U.S. Embassy, and the U.S. got wind of it. Okay, the U.S. government got wind of it, and they go, oh, well, we want in on this. So they started observing along with the Russian scientists, the Russian government, what the effects would be on these, you know, the, the people working within this, this building or these buildings. And, of course, the the ambassadors, I think three of them all came down Consecutively, all three consecutive ambassadors came down with cancers, two of them leukemia and one, uh, some other serious one, but they all died. And then tons of breast cancers, infertility, sterility, uh, depression, as well as high suicide rates and cancers of all different kinds. So so that is one, one, do what? I'm sorry, what? Can, do they know which frequency can do what? I mean, like some can cause people to be depressed, some can uh, cause can I mean, do they know? I mean, I've been told that they've been studying it and they know. They do know. That's still classified. That's I'm sure that's deeply, deeply classified. Just like how how I know they know <laughs> is because 
we know which, which frequencies our organs emit. We know that. We know what, um, on a, on a, on a, na- the natural scale of things, what things emit. Like, you know, the, the, the earth emits a Schumann resonance of 7.83, I believe. Um, or 7.8, something like that. It's actually changed. The Schumann resonance has actually changed, by the way, due to all our artificial uh, magnetic radiation. But um, beyond that, we know that through Rife, he is a scientist um, who was actually ostracized and attacked by the government for his work, and his work was confiscated after he had passed away. Yes, I know. Well, actually, I know. No, he lost her license because she was working with that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, he found out which, uh, which frequencies to use to kill certain cancer cells. And it works. Well, FSM, frequency-specific uh, microcurrent, works on the premise, uh, you know, it is, is passed in the FDA as a TENS unit, but it looks at all the frequencies of different issues and uh, affects treatments through those. And PEMF is mm-hmm. affecting different frequencies, like the Omdamed device, different frequencies mm-hmm. for healing. So this is definitely out there. But I'm just... Yes. Uh, tell me about active denial. Isn't that when they're directed at the sweat glands? Um, no, no. The active denial system is is usually a nine hundred. Oh, I'm sorry, ninety gigahertz, which is in within the millimeter wave. Um, that is why people are up in arms about the five G because the five G will contain millimeter waves. Millimeter waves is a known frequency um, that the military uses for weapons. And the active denial system is one of them. And the active denial system really based um, used for crowd control, what it does is it gives a sensation of burning. So when people are in the line of sight, they'll jump out of the way because it's, it's literally burning them. They, it, you know, they'll feel it and they'll, you know, so that's, that's one application of millimeter waves used as weapon. There are so and many folks, other Look on YouTube under active denial, you know, and it'll pop right mm-hmm. up about how this gadget can dispel crowds and they use it for crowd control. Yep, yep. And and the millimeter well, waves. Also... They can use it for snooping also. I mean, oh, yeah. this it sounds like a very dystopian universe if they can use it for snooping. And I guess somebody can play with these cell towers to do anything they want to whoever they want. They can aim it at one mm-hmm. particular person, can't they? Uh, yes, they can. Because they can find the do DNA that? signature of that person. They they find the DNA signature of that person, and they can target remotely from any place uh, globally through satellites down to terrestrial cell towers down to potential future 5G through the small cells, you know, the, the close proximity ones, um, down to even your cell phone. Anything that is wireless is suspect for surveillance. You are holding a weapon. Your cell phone is a weapon. Your, the cell tower down your street is a weapon. And if you allow the 5G small cell antennas out on the light poles, they will all be weapons. They are, they, every single one of them will be weapons on a stick. And there are different ways so, that it, it functions as a weapon. Not just health, so but also through the surveillance. So if they don't like what we're saying, they could, uh, you know, play with these cell towers, target each one of us, and do whatever they want to us? Sadly, yes. They could, they could put thoughts into your head. They can Tell put me about putting thoughts head. in the head. Um, I can't remember the term, but there was actually a study, um, and, and a, it's, it's, it's patented. Oh, voice to skull. That's right. It's called voice to skull. It's actually a patent where they can interject, put words directly into your brain, and it's called microwave hearing. And the military has perfected that, and, and that's why well, Wouldn't it be a good idea to use that against their enemy? <laughs> well, no, like when ISIS is doing something, you know, have Allah say something? Huh? Oh, I'm sorry, what? You know, like against ISIS, you know, put something about Allah in their heads? Um, sure. Absolutely. They they can do anything with anyone of their choice. Mm. And they can do surveillance, can't they? That is the whole purpose of the 5G. 
is to create this this massive internet of things where every device is connected, all the devices, both inanimate and anim- and animated, uh, where it's all connected to this grid system, and it's a global grid. Okay, people re- don't realize that this is beyond just you and a cell phone. This is between you and a cell phone that's going to be connected on a global scale to every other everything. Not only your cell phone, but they're going to put sensors on you. They're going to put sensors in your clothing. They're going to put sensors in all your automated vehicle devices um, within your home. All your appliances are going to be chipped. Um, it is full-on sensory uh, overload. Well, they've already done that to our passports and our credit cards, haven't they? But yes, how do they do uh, it even to more so? Well, then they're Pardon? starting to introduce biometrics, um, where they they're starting to scan people. A facial recognition, it's yes, everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's where um, the targeting can also come in too. Are they putting it in? And vaccines? also there's. And they're oh my goodness, yeah, yeah. And they can put it in the they GMO are. foods too. They can or are. They are. That's that's what I've heard. I, I have yet to see any scientific papers or patents related to this, but there's no oh, reason why they Oh, you're not going to see them, cannot. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, the nanotechnology <coughs> is so 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 small. They've they've designed. So why would they sensors. put these things in vaccines, or clothes, or food? I mean, is it to protect us? No, it's actually for population control. And it's pretty much a genocide, an ecocide. Uh, they have no resolve in des- in destroying all life on Earth. It's basically roboticizing planet Earth. It's it's full artificial intelligence um, related. And, and if and you the Machiavellian you, person planning this, because I don't think Congress or any government leaders are that smart. I mean, they're um, they're smart, but. I don't think they're focused on this. Yeah, if if you look at if you start looking at United Nations Agenda 21, which is now called 2030, you'll look at a lot of key terms. It's energy consumption, energy use, sustainability, um, you know, electronicizing everything so that they can control the energy consumption. That's actually a Trojan horse for promoting what we're seeing now, which is basically all the 5G uh, technology and sens- sensors, tracking, um, the facial recognition, biometrics, all of that. That's all tied in with this agenda. Well, energy conservation um, is a good thing. So are you saying they're doing this or they have the capability of doing this? Um, the, the conservation term is really a Trojan horse. They're not conserving anything. If anything, all this is creating more energy consumption massive amounts of energy consumption as well as massive amounts of environmental toxin and waste coming from developing all this technology and the waste that comes from, uh, you know, the, the, the turnover, the, the, uh, the, the post-consumer waste. For instance, I mean, if everybody gets a new, new phone, what happens to their old phone? It really is a waste. They don't recycle most of it, if any part of it. People need to also realize that. And then, well, uh, you're describing a dystopian. You're describing a dystopian world where, I mean, this 5G will definitely affect our health, make us sick, and affect our ability to reproduce. What can we do to protect ourselves? I mean, community action seems ineffective because our leaders. Important. I don't know. They seem to be on a wrong planet somewhere. Um, I mean, at least the community leaders. Well, to, to give people hope and, and to, to show that we are in parallel race to see who, you know, who's going to get to the finish line. Is it the artificial intelligence uh, robots or is it man? You know, humanity. It really is a race between man and robots. We've got to wake man up because most people are asleep. They want to download their cat videos quicker. It's got to be fast. Well, that's why we're here. <laughs> hopefully I know. hopefully they'll catch wind that... There's there's consequences to what you do at home is is having a global effect. It is having a global effect, and to to take things outside of the home, 
Um, beyond, you know, my recommendation to get a, an RF meter and to wire everything in your home and to deny any technology that has 5G is to go to your city. I think some communities don't have a choice. I was or, told in Texas is communities, they have no choice. The, uh, wire, the ones the that don't have a choice, then, then, then find like-minded people uh, in your community and then start a group and start making noise and start filing notice of liabilities uh, to the to your council members. Yeah, tell us about that because these people who want to watch cat videos more quickly um, seem to be just focused on that. And so, what do we? Can, what can we do to hold these town people liable for their uh, disastrous decisions? Well, there's a lot of uh, points that they should make um, if the cities do not listen and respect what the citizens want. Is and you can say that yeah, but the citizens don't live. want it. They want to download cat videos fast. Um, well, you know, I actually have to say that a lot of the cities here in California have written or- protective ordinances um, that will put roadblocks against 5G. And for yeah, example, well, that would be a uh, temporary see. thing till they find a way around it, because they usually do. They'll sue about their First Amendment yeah. rights. I mean, they've done that in the past. But the FCC is being sued um, incredibly by a lot of uh, sources right now. So they're getting pushed back. Well, this is like cigarettes of the uh, 1950s. We knew about the health effects of cigarettes and lung cancer, and it took, what, 40 years before we could slow it down, and that only came through lawsuits. These lawsuits are you know, going to take too long. Uh, true. And true. once this is set up, and you know, they're not going to want to dismantle it. Um, let's see. For the cities that have no uh, cell towers or the small cells right now, the close proximity ones, I would go to the, to your city and and have them change the ordinance. And there are some our city doesn't care. So what can we do as individuals to protect ourselves? Our city, the town council, uh, they seem to have soup city for council, the brains. And, and have them change the ordinance so that it, that the, uh, you can say you, you the can make town rules con- the that city, the city council doesn't care, and the people don't care. They want to download their videos faster. So, what can we do as an individual to protect ourselves? Um. Well, you can move. <laughs> move well, where? <laughs> it's going to be everywhere. Uh, yeah. Is there any protection? Well, that's why there's that that's why do? there's a 5G well, appeal by the scientists. No, I would not recommend clothing. That's so tricky um, because you you may be blocking it, but then it, you could also be concentrating it in certain parts of your body as well. Yeah, it can slip through um, a button or something. Yeah. Likewise, I, I, if you first, protect your house, if there's just one little thing where lights coming in, it can just yeah. go through there. Exactly. Exactly. Shielding can reduce. Um, it's it's still better than I guess if you were to just have a broadcast straight into your house, um, or you can have the city remove the one that's closest to your home. You can the start city there. doesn't care because the people don't care. The people seem to really mm-hmm. want to be just, you know Congress and the people don't seem mm-hmm. to care. You know, then then I would say I would file a notice of liability. Go to the okay. How do we do that? In Power Movement website, and there you're basically working outside of the legal system. You're working above the legal system. You're working within the common law, and and that jurisdiction basically gives you the power. You're then putting on notice another individual by name, as a man or a woman. You are no longer allowing that person to hide behind any corporation or an organization. You're 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 pulling them out and making them responsible for for whatever it is decision that they chose to to make. So you and where do we file this form? form? You um, the Empower Movement right now is creating a template, and I'm actually working with this person. I I'm actually the one that's authoring the I know uh, the, yeah. the wireless version. And it's called Notice of Liability for Injurious Actions on Non-Consenting Subjects. And, and the, the automation should be uh, ready by next year. I'm working with a gentleman to okay. release it because it's, it's so long. I mean, I, could, I had a hard time making it really, you know, it's, it's so meaty. 
But anyways, um, so there are certain steps that you take, you know, uh, through this process. But basically, you can file this notice of liability to your city council members. You can file it to those, um, to the industry, whoever is putting those cell antennas on the light poles or utility poles, you can file them. And That's Verizon and AT&T. Yes, yeah. Verizon, AT&T, Sprint, T-Mobile, uh, whoever, you know, all of them, all of them. And then uh, you can file the FCC, which I also recommend. So you can file anyone at any point, and also the, the makers of these antennas, the designers, the makers, the fabricators, the manufacturers, uh, the industry, your city folks, the government on a local level, you can file it against the state level. You can file it against the federal government level. You can file all of them. Any one person who is involved in creating this monstrosity. This, this but they have to live in it, too. causing harm. They have to live in it, too. I'm sorry. They can't escape it Yeah, unfortunately... It seems that the majority of the people almost forego health over the safety and longevity of the, of DNA integrity. I mean, I I'll be honest with you. I, I I talk with family members of my own, and I and I share with them, you know, these issues. These are serious issues. I say this is harming, you know, our biological integrity, our DNA, the integrity of our DNA. And, and what they tell me is I'm willing to die 10 years earlier than to give up my, my devices. So we're talking yeah, about... Yeah, but I don't want to die 10 years earlier just because of that. Just like smokers, right. they want to smoke and die 10 years earlier. That's fine, let them. But don't inflict it on me. So that's why... They we want to die to 10 years earlier, fine. And, I mean, and so, yeah, you're... you're um, that's that's why there's so much conflict, even with with the government uh, and industry leaders, is they they think this addiction is a normal thing. Um, they're promoting addiction, and and they're making money off of it. So there's no reason for them to hold back. And I I feel that the only way we really can challenge them on an individual level is through this notice of liability for injurious action. So, please go to the Empower um, Movement if all else fails. But in the meantime, I do recommend people do several steps, uh, easy steps. One, reduce the wireless in your own home. Reduce it down to nothing. Look into the options of shielding. Buy a radio frequency meter detector and go to your city and or county have them change the ordinance to make it protective, and there has been success stories. San Rafael, Mill Valley, Marin County, San Anselmo, Sebastopol have already included measures in their ordinance that protects the residents, saying that there will be no small cell antennas placed 1,500 feet or around there within any residential home. That is one level of roadblock. And and the other level would be to also stop buying, don't buy any 5G-capable electronics and make it known to, to the seller, to the manufacturing companies that we don't want this. We don't want anything that broadcasts all these frequencies, and especially the millimeter waves. So be vocal. Stay, um, stay educated and edu- educate others. And so that way... The ones who do want to download all those cat videos, they may think twice because those microwaves will also kill your cat. <laughs> so if, so maybe you should turn the story around and say, hey, do you care about your pet's health? Because the pets are affected too. Your dogs and cats are also getting cancer at a really high rate. I, don't, I can't tell you how many people tell me all their pets are dying of cancer. That should be a wake-up yeah, call. If you don't care about yourself, somebody did you a care study, about your cat. And most of the <laughs> most of the dogs have glyphosate in their urine, so um, the yeah, dogs are getting it all angles. Oh, so wow! Wait. So eat dogs organic. are getting cancer at an alarming rate, but that most a lot of the dogs have glyphosate in their urine because of the dog food. We probably do too. Mode. 
Pregnant women probably yeah. do. And, and the genetically women, modified, Pustai and Seralini did studies that the genetically modified mm-hmm. foods alone cause tumors, and then you had the glyphosate, and that's really mm-hmm. a double whammy. And it's oh, glyphosate yeah. everywhere. Yeah. I mean, one recent study say it's in our hair. It's everywhere. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Congress yeah, wanted yeah. us to, you know, have this a uh, vital part of our bodies, mm-hmm. which is destroying our bodies. I don't get it. Wake up call. This is this is um, we we are in a race. This is this is actually a war against the the global agendas. This is not reserved to just the United States either. It's a worldwide phenomenon. Everything that we're suffering here in our own country, we're seeing elevated issues in all the other countries. China is now seeing autism for for the first time. Korea's autism is through the roof because yeah, Korea's got one out of thirty-eight. Oh wow! Oh no, we've got one um, out of thirty-eight. They've had one well, out of thirty-five for a long time. I I think ours is one out of every twenty-eight, isn't it? No, we've got like one it's, out of thirty-eight, and Korea's had one out of thirty-five. And you know, autism uh-huh. used to be one out of twenty-five hundred. I've written a paper on autism and frontiers of psychiatry, and it's a final common pathway of everything that's gone mm-hmm. wrong. And you know, and some people are reversing it, looking at various parts. I mean, this, I mean, diseases are just skyrocketing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We've got a couple minutes left. So, do you have any closing points? that the audience can take away with them so we can get healthy? Um, yes. So we are um, obviously beyond the precautionary principle, at least where, where it comes uh, in regards to the electromagnetic radiation. Um, but there is hope. We uh, still have a chance to turn this around. And if we all play our parts, whether it is at a local level to global, we can ensure a truly sustainable and a free democratic uh, life here on Earth. Yeah, I think that's what this country's all about. And in closing, um, her websites uh, that she's involved in are nacst.org and fabulousfrequencies.com. So I want you all to check out, to check out some of these issues, uh, work with your local leaders, you know, research some of these issues, share them with others so you can help yourself, help others, maybe help our community, maybe help our planet, and above all, be well. Thank you for listening. Occupy Health with Dr. Susan Downs can be heard live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Here's to better health for you this week. We got the power.